The Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone podcast is brought to you by Evolve Health. Evolve Health believes that a healthy lifestyle should be simple. That's why they created the best natural, science-driven products that are simple, clean, and great tasting. Replace your bad habits with smart choices. Replace your current spending and save money. And you can get healthier and stay healthier with Evolve. The Evolve Reboot Program is designed to help your body address inflammation and leptin sensitivity naturally with the help of their convenient, nutritious products. The products, plus their healthy eating guidelines, help the body begin to lose fat for good. And with products geared towards performance and recovery, athletes love Evolve too. With the very best part of Evolve is their social and humanitarian aspect of their business platform. The Hope Movement, powered by Evolve's Buy One, Nourish Two initiative, is changing lives around the world. Needless to say, this is a company that Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone is very proud to be associated with. For more information, please visit the website, twofitcrazies.com, and click on the podcast sponsor tab at the top of the page. Christine Conti and, and Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And a microphone. It's where it's at. So we're uh, back in here. We're doing uh, episode four, believe it or not. Crazy. Uh, yeah, we're, uh, it's like Rocky Four. Um, you know, we're, uh, uh, we're, we've got uh, sequels and upon sequels at this point. But uh, it's, uh, it's cool. We're having fun. We had a great, great response from... Uh, the, the initial uh, podcasts that we've done, one, two, and three, are up on iTunes, Two Fit Crazies, and a Microphone. Please uh, subscribe. Uh, please, um, you know, give us uh, um, a review. A good uh, review. Y- yeah, a good review. <laughs> Positive. You know what? Good or bad. Tell us what we're doing. We love it. Uh, you know, we, uh, we aims to please. So uh, whatever it is that, uh, you know, uh, if you like it, give us uh, as many stars as possible there. And, um, you know, we're, uh, we're really new to it, but we're having a blast. And, uh, you know, the, the reaction from it on the streets was, uh, was very positive. And uh, I had some, you know, people that, uh, that I know, family members even, uh, you know, they were, they were like, wow, it's, uh, it's very good. So we're happy with it. You happy with it? Pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. I've, this is a good time. Yeah. And hopefully everyone is enjoying hearing from these two fit crazies about fitness and again things that are in our wheelhouse a little nutrition and we're bringing this to you from a very real standpoint this is our you know this is our wheelhouse and and these are our experiences and these are our stories and um hopefully we can get out there and affect change and get you guys to to really step outside your comfort zones and do things that you may never thought that you could do before that's right that is it and on that note i gotta plug it Plug so it. something that I always wanted to do, give back to the community. And this year I am taking a sabbatical from, uh, 
from my job for for now or forever. It's always the joke, um, or not? Maybe it's serious. But on, that's in the um, rear view. That's gone. <laughs> on September thirtieth, Miss um, Worldwide. Thanks. Yeah, Miss uh, Miss uh, Miss seven seven three the seven three two. <laughs> my area code. Um, we are doing a uh, health and wellness fair. I'm actually running that out of the. PAL in Brook Township, New Jersey on Saturday, September 30th. So all local health, fitness, wellness, businesses, experts, professionals that are going to come out and share their expertise about health and wellness with the community. And it's free for everyone. We're hoping to get tons and tons and tons of people out there. Um, we've got the radio station, the rats coming. Um, that's WJRZ. We've got acupuncture and Reiki and massage and fitness companies and high five health and fitness is going to be there and Conti fitness and wellness. And of course, Playoga, um, orange theory is going to be there. And, um, there's so many more so that we'll, we'll talk about, but there's a Facebook page up there. So take a look. All the businesses are advertised on there and, I'm super excited. We are going to be podcasting oh, yeah. as well that day. So come on out. We'll We're mobile. Yeah, that is true. We've got our flux capacitor and our <laughs> you know, and our microphones. Survival packs. Oh, seriously. So it's gonna be a great, great event and we can't wait to uh, you know, share our passions with the community and give back. So if you're around, get on out. That is it. I like it. I like it. It's gonna it's gonna be a great event. So as Brian said, this is our fourth podcast, four That's sequels, right. seriously. So just to recap, the first one we did was about why are we two fit crazies, if you're just joining us this time. Second one was who needs you? Like, who needs you? Mm-hmm. Or <laughs> Exactly. Who, who really needs you? Who needs your help? Yeah. And hopefully, you know, you take a look at that. Then last week, uh, we, we played such a great game. Um, we played What the Food? And I got to uh, literally grill Brian on, um, on some ideas about different fitness or different nutrition, um, I guess, programs that are out there, uh, myths versus facts. What else do we talk about? Uh, dietary theories, modalities of eating. Yeah, it's uh, you know there's so many out there, and we uh, we covered it pretty well. So go back and listen. Um, you know it was uh, uh, it was good. We played a little game at the end. What the food? Eat this, not that. One of those deals, which I love. Eat this, not that. It's fantastic. Whoever came up with that concept is awesome. Uh, and uh, we're gonna do something similar today uh, that we have planned, but we're gonna call it what the fitness. <laughs> yeah. So there's uh, just the same as there's uh, you know eating. Uh, theories and, and dietary theories. There's uh, there's so many different fitness genres out there now that uh, you know you might be wondering uh, which one is best for you and why do people do this and not that one and and uh, you know what's what's the story with that and uh, so we'll, you know we'll we'll uh, go through that and and uh, you know just uh, try and maybe help you find your way uh, if anything. Um, you know, there's, there's, uh, things that I prefer to do. Uh, there's things that Christine prefers to do. And, uh, you know, that's the beauty in it. Uh, usually, uh, the thing that, uh, I usually say, people say, well, what type of exercise should I be doing? And, um, you know, my stock answer is usually the one that you're actually going to do. <laughs> um, you know, it's no good if you don't do it. So, um, uh, you know, if there's, uh, if you're, you're into, boot camps or CrossFit or, or, 
whatever it is that you're that you're doing, but you really don't like it that much, and you're probably staying away from it more than you should, um, then that's probably not the one that works for you. Uh, if you do something uh, on the other side that lights your soul uh, and makes you really go, then well, there you go. There's your answer. So um, you know, with that, let's uh, let's get into it. All you... right. So I love that light your soul. It reminds me of like the flash running super fast. Like I you're... love running. <laughs> <You know? laughs> running lights my soul. Um, it's for me. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna start with that. Ready? So here's here's the whole idea of when we talk about what the fitness. I love that. We're never gonna talk off air ever again by ourselves because <laughs> we just talked before and I'm like that's it. We're we're not we're banned from talking to each other unless we're podcasting. Unless we got hot mics. Seriously, the, the ideas are just too many to discuss, but. What I think we should talk about before we get into fitness programs is the why. Uh, Brian and I are here to to help inspire the world, to help change people through their fitness regimens, through their eating, and it it comes back to why. Well, why the heck do we want to do this? So let's start with the why. Um, for both of us, we've had experiences in our life where we've watched people suffer because of lack of nutrition lack of exercise it is affect them mentally it affects them physically whether it's disease we don't want to see that happen to other people right sure. so Even, i don't want it for myself right <laughs> and be selfish because without you we talked about the the airplane put your mask on before the mask of the child All right you can't help anyone in this world if you don't help yourself right. and that should be your why because i know for us that's you know, Brian, I mean, I'm hoping you're agreeing with this, but yeah, no, I kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that your why is all right. Why? Because I want to be healthy for me because I want to be healthy for my kids. I want to be healthy for my spouse, my friends on and on and on. And that why should you, you need to ask yourself what that why is first, because if you don't have that passion to say, okay, why would I want to work out? If you don't have that because I want to be healthy because I want to live longer because I don't want to have cancer. Right. How about that? That's where you have to start because, you know, when Brian says if you pick an exercise that you don't like, you're not going to do it. Well, many people pick no exercise. Right. So we really have to find something out there, and there's so much, that is going to work for you. Like you said, you know, what would you say? Light your soul? Light your soul yes. on fire. <laughs> I love it. Um, because when you find your why, then you can find your how. Right. So now, today, I think we're working on the how to conquer yeah. that why. Some, like, like we said very early, you know, one of the earlier uh, podcasts is that there are people that really see exercise as being a drag and torture and... Um, you know, it's, it's, it's punishment for the last thing that you ate. I saw that on an internet meme, uh, this week, you know, you, exercise shouldn't be uh, punishment for the last thing that you ate or, you know, uh, whatever, but you know, it's, it's more of, uh, you know, it's more of, of self love and, and it's, and it's, um, you know, taking care of yourself. Um, you know, it's, um, that's the word I'm looking for, but it's, um, it, it's, it's really just, self-love um you know it's uh so we want to make sure that whatever you're doing is something that makes you feel good um you know it's you're not going to shawshank you're walking into the gym because it's what your body wants it makes it feel good it makes your brain work better it makes everything better for people around you you feel better you're more confident you see your shoulders come back a little bit when you you know when uh when you when you start making progress um it's uh it's it's you know it's it's the complete opposite of of being in a rut 
So with that. All right. So some of the things that um, I guess we love to do, um, and I think we should start here because what's hysterical is that actually the, f- the first time I ever met Brian face to face was both of us were up in Boston and I had heard about the first time I ever mm-hmm. ran Boston. I came back and I looked at the paper and it was like, you know, four people from Brick Township <laughs> ran the Boston Marathon. And, you know, it was like these names. It was like, you know, I'm down here like at the bottom. And I'm like, and I was still, you know, whatever I did, I'd proud of myself. You did pretty well. And then there's, there's, you know, and Brian from, you know, ran at, you know, under three, whatever. It, what was it that year? I don't know. Was that the rainy year? I don't know, but Two, it was... 253.20. Ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, fantastic. So Thank I'm like, you. who the hell is this guy? Like, ridiculous. Like, must have been running his whole life. Whatever. Okay. So I kept hearing his name. Oh, Christine, have you ever heard of Brian? And I'm like, no, I really... No, but that's really cool. And you know, Facebook friends, whatever. And we never met. And we're in Boston um, doing a little warm-up run. Because before you want, run the Boston Marathon, the day before us runners we go out and we run that's just what we do like, for a big race the only way to prepare a little tune up you know right and you know i'm running across the this big bridge and well, i don't even know but we we're on the charles river yeah. we, I, we both stayed in cambridge yeah. and um and yeah we i think we might even stay at the same place and yeah we're out for a little little uh pre pre-game a little you know the, the day before you just do like a you know a little easy run to, to kind of just really take your mind off of everything else you if you're like me at the taper time you know you get a little frenzied uh taper my, yeah, what? <laughs> yeah my uh my brain doesn't always uh work real well uh you know leading up to a marathon I mean, the nerves you know you really put a lot of time and effort into it so you just really want to do well and you know the only thing that makes you feel really good again is running <laughs> so we go out for a cool run i'm out just uh around the charles river on the cambridge side and i say Oh, there's Christine Conti. Hey, Christine. Nice to see you face to face. Literally, I hear Conti. <laughs> I'm like, in the city of Boston, what? There's my what is happening? So that's how um that's how we actually first met face to face up in Boston. What are the right. chances? Um, and I think running for us, we both have a little bit of a different backstory of how we got into it. But real quick, I gotta stop. Go. You. The best part about that run is that you're running one way and I'm running the other way and Meb Kovleski is running the opposite way. You know, Boston Marathon champion, New York City Marathon champion. You know, no big deal. Olympic bronze medalist, Meb, you know, <laughs> Skechers athlete. And uh, and here he comes. Oh, hey, Meb. How you doing? And, uh, you know, he's a runner, so he waves and says hello. And I almost uh, ran into yeah. him, which was fantastic. Yeah. I'm like, my husband, I'm like, I think that was Meb. He's like, no, you're an idiot. Why would he be out here right. running? I'm like, no, really? Like, I think, and of course... There you go. So imagine that in one day I run into face to face two legends, oh. Meb and Christine Conti. Oh, touche. Right back at you. <laughs> Hysterical. So I guess um, for both of us, running is something that makes us feel amazing. They talk about the running high. Um, and again, you don't have to be a marathon runner to experience this. You can go out for a mile. I mean, go out for a fast walk. Clear your head. Sure. Be alone with your thoughts, which is something that's very scary for a lot of people. Right. So for running, and I'll have you touch upon this as well, people run, people go out and walk because they want that time alone. They want that reflection. Some people call it almost their, their religion. Yeah. I call it the committee meeting. The committee that meets in my head, we've, we hash things out just about every morning. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a good time. We set the agenda. 
do my best thinking the, out there. The problems that you solve right. being alone sometimes is unreal. And, you know, I always, I don't have a sketchbook. I know, Brian, you said, you. what do you do? You have a like a book you write in or what? Usually when I come home, if something's fresh, I'll, I have, yeah, just a little notebook. I'll jot down some of the ideas I have. Um, that's probably a million dollar notebook or billion dollar notebook on that at this point with all the ideas that, that they have that are in there. But, uh, yeah, it's just uh, real, real clear thinking. Uh, and that, you know, if I'm, if I write something, you know, that, that, um, you know, has legs and, you know, really gets out there and, and motivates people. I thought about it on a run. If we are listening to a topic on this podcast, chances are Christine or I, you know, thought about it on a run. Um, it's just where, where we get things done. Um, one of the things that I do when I'm working with somebody in the beginning, uh, to, uh, to get moving, um, I'll put a walking regimen into their, uh, fitness plan, you know, whether it's, 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there. Uh, but I say, uh, you know, the real challenge is this. I want you to leave your headphones at home. I want you to leave the music at home. I want you to smell the air. I want you to hear birds. I want you to um, hear your neighbor's lawnmower, uh, you know, things like that. Because, um, you know, we can, we're, we're so willing to hide from our thoughts and things that we do that we're, you know, the, the one thing that we do as a mechanism is we put the tunes in our head uh, I've never, I had a tune in my head this morning. Um, you know, that when I had, I had a great run this morning and, uh, I had a tune in my head. I didn't need earphones. It just, it just appeared there. And, uh, you know, it was over and over and over and over again. Uh, you know, usually the way that it goes. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's just one of those things that you get in touch, you know, it's where you find your soul. Love it. Love it. So one of the things, like we said, one of the things we enjoy is running. So running, though, is we said it was individual. However, many people now have groups. So, sure. again, there's so many things you can do on your own. But um, that group mentality is something we talked about running in races. I wasn't someone who always enjoyed running. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But as, I, you know, as you get more comfortable, as your fitness level grows, um, running races and we're marathon runners is that you have you're alone yet we line up at a race line and we may be with 50,000 right. other runners that you're now in this group mentality but you're also alone and that's something that for some people they want to be alone when they work out maybe they're they're stressed out in their job um you it could be running it could be cycling it it could almost be anything anything um, so when you think about your fitness, are you someone that enjoys that alone time? Are you someone that needs to be on a bike by themselves outside inside? Um, are you someone that, you know, you don't push yourself as much when you're alone? Are you someone that is like Brian and myself who probably pushes way too hard when they're by themselves? So it's almost better that you're with a group. So you don't, it all depends get out of get out of hand I guess on yourself yeah. um, and that's something you know where where there's a running group a pacing group uh, maybe you go to a gym and you run intervals on a treadmill maybe you have a coach a running coach um, like you know Brian and I help people you know achieve their goals whatever they may be um, I think what you're touching on is, is the community aspect yes of, of- of running and or of, of any form of exercise. Um, you know, you see it a lot. Um, it's, it's a tribal mentality. It's, uh, it's an animal, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely an animalistic 
type of human interaction need that we have to have. Um, and it, it, you know, there are time, it's a time and a place for me for a good solo run by myself or a good solo workout by myself. And then there are other times where the group is what I need badly. Um, you know, whether it's for a laugh or for a push or, uh, you know, to see how I stack up. It's another reason for that. But, uh, yeah, that, that's, um, I mean, that is something that is not unique to exercise at all, that fellowship and that community uh, aspect to it. So that is, uh, you know, if you can get in with a good group to exercise, whatever it is, and you have some brothers and sisters, or maybe it's just sisters or, you know, or, you know, or just brothers. Um, I told you, I have a, a group of uh, men that I bring in for uh, uh, workouts twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursday nights at the gym and on the trainer. And, um, and we call it the gentlemen's club and it's just dudes. And, um, you know, we tell, uh, we tell you know beer and fart jokes and uh and we work out a little Lovely. bit no not really <laughs> but uh it's you know it's just a different dynamic and and um you know and just the same uh you know curves was popular for a while women's only gyms i mean look i i commend them right maybe it's not for me but people were exercising you know Very like, true. hats off um you know, and, and just the same people really like doing these things and being supported, uh, and having some sort of a fellowship, um, you know, to do it, uh, weight watchers, you know, there's another one. It's not exercise really, but you know, it's, it's a place where people will go. Um, you know, I don't necessarily always agree with, with some of the, uh, the, the things that they do or, but, but I mean, look how many people they've helped. How could it be? How could it be bad? Um, some gyms, very, very territorial. Uh, you see it a lot in uh, in uh, with CrossFit now. You know, for better or worse. I like I said. Um, you know, it's these uh, these gyms are very prideful, uh, and that could really help people a lot. Um, you know, it could also uh, you know turn people off. Uh, so, you know, and you know, being a work, I work for a gym uh, here in New Jersey, and. Uh, it's uh it's a great gym it's a great spot we get tons done it's hard workouts uh happens to be mostly women um because the owner had uh boot camps before she opened uh the gym you know the 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 brick and mortar gym she did boot camps on the beach and it her clientele was mostly women and i love it it's a great place for a woman to go and get a kick-ass workout I mean, that should be the name of the place, Kick-Ass Workouts for Women. It would be a line out the door. Uh, not really. Jen, we love you. Uh, I'm not telling you what to do with your business. Uh, but, uh, you know, so it's it's whatever's going to absorb you and let you be part of that. You know, it's one of those things where it's um, we need one another. We need an idea to bring us together. And then more than, you know, usually you need a leader of some sort to kind of make it go. Agreed. So this is where I come from um, with fitness is that I was a volleyball player growing up and played a bunch of different sports. But um, one of my friends in college teased me and said, actually, my mom first was like, you're so stressed, you should take yoga. And that's when I signed up for this yoga class, not knowing how intense it was and how I was really going to be studying the ins and outs of the theory of yoga and my teacher had you know studied and gone over to tibet with the tibetan monks and you know we learned about the neti pots and i almost choked to death and <laughs> she was like here's a gallon of water you know we go into the forest we drink it and we purge and i'm like say what 
Use your word, you what, with the water? I'm like, no thanks. But literally, we were exposed to everything. So I got exposed to this whole idea of yoga. I was always in a team dynamic. And then one of my friends was like, you're like the Energizer Bunny. You should be an aerobics instructor. And I'm like, I would never do that. That was my initial. And then uh, in college, I had extra course, courses I could take. And I took anatomy, kinesiology of exercise. Okay. And then they, you passed your national exams for aerobics through AFA and ACE and right. whatnot. And they teamed you up with um, an instructor of choice. So mine, I picked kickboxing, of course, you know, doing yoga one day and trying kickboxing to teach kickboxing. Yeah, it's You're very, very well-rounded. Yes. I, I want to hit something and beat it up and then I want to <laughs> reach my zen. So that's how I started. And then when I went to graduate school, um, they had a huge grant at the University of Maryland. So they brought in all these top instructors from around the world, got certified and as a hobby, wound up over... The, the last 20 years now that I've been instructing in group and private settings, always did it as a hobby, have just picked up pretty much every certification out there. That's awesome. Now, some of them I still use, some of them not as much, but there is something for everyone. And it's been very interesting over the last 20 years to see the cycles of what's big and what goes away and why and how exercise science has really changed. The things that people were doing in the 80s yeah. versus the 90s, I mean, here's a, you know, here's a leotard that goes right up your you-know-what, and yeah. here's some weights. <laughs> now let's jump some, up and down on a step, and you're like... Some <gasps> leg warmers. Oh, my. The, just from the safety point of view, you're, you're literally, mm -hmm. your eye, my eyes are like <laughs> rolling back. Um, but sometimes, you know, different things work for different people. Now... There's the, you know, the dance classes. There's the people who swear by dance. Yeah. And you know what's great is that, Christine, I, I take three dance classes a week. It could be Zumba. It could be, you name it. Hip hop. Hip hop. Why am I not losing weight? I'm like, well, okay, number one, it's I'm happy that you're going. I'm happy you're moving. Right. Because not moving is your other option and that's not happening. However... I'm glad you're getting there in that group, but now we need to maybe find another group. Is there a strength training class you can sure. take? Can you add, like what you said, Brian, can you add a half an hour of walking, power walking or a jog another day? Can you add a yoga class? And sometimes that group mentality, you find your group and you're, I can't leave my group. Now, now that we found the group of what you like, right. I can't leave it. I can't. So I thought that was really interesting that, I don't know what, what your thoughts are on this, is that finding that group of whatever it is that you want to do. Are you a dancer? Are you a kickboxer? Um, you know, and people, you talked about being territorial. Are you just stuck to one, you know, gym or right. one exercise? And, you know, how do you feel about that? How do you, you know, how do you get people maybe, I mean, you love running. How do I get you out of your running comfort zone and into... <laughs> injuries uh, make me get injured and then make me find strength training or something a little bit more physical cross training or yoga uh you know or, or uh something that you know puts me on a bike because i can't run spin classes are awesome i don't want you to be hurt no no i know but yeah this. you know what i honestly that's how i that's how i stumbled into uh training actually is because you know you go through enough rounds of physical therapy and you and you fix yourself through strength training you know specific exercises and then the next thing you know you're like wow you know wow this you know you see the correlations in just about anything uh you know if i'm 
taking a class. I've, you know, I've taken ply yoga classes where I say, wow, every runner should do this. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) I mean, honestly, you know, maybe, you know, or, or every football player should do this. I think every basketball player could benefit from it. Uh, you know, so sometimes it's to supplement your main sport or love or passion. Um, you know, I know a lot of, a lot of runners, uh, do yoga. A lot of runners, um, you know, will do CrossFit and cross training, uh, type of exercises with battle ropes and kettlebells. Uh, I, you know, I, I do train with a lot of kettlebells, uh, the stronger I am, the stronger I can, the more I can stay on the roads, the more I stay on the roads, the more I can train, the more I can train, the faster I'm going to get. It's just like, this is kind of like, it's part of the goal. Uh, at some point, it's one of the things that I need to do if, if I really want to get those a goals, those top of the ladder type of goals. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, 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 and, and the other thing that I think the opposite of that is what you said, you know, people do get stuck. People do like their one trainer that they go to religiously all the time. Um, it's, you know, or they like that one type of gym, you know, gym or that one workout or, or whatever it is. Um, you know, that's the comfort zone, you know, so maybe that it's, you know, that comfort zone can, uh, can be, um, uh, symbolic of a lot of things. It can be, you know, an exercise where you're just going, you know, moderate pace all the time and not really pushing yourself very much. It could also be the comfort level of, of a, a certain teacher or a certain type of exercise where you do need to try different things. You do need to challenge, uh, you know, yourself. Um, I, we have a great bunch of trainers at the gym and when people come into the gym, uh, that are new, I always say to them, the most successful people here are the ones that take classes with all the trainers, uh, the ones that mix it up because we're all different and we're all, our workouts are kind of different based on what we're doing. If I'm doing a lot of strength training, well then, you know, that's kind of where my head's at and that's where my, my, my run, you know, my, uh, classes are going to be. Um, you know, we've got another trainer who is, uh, who's more of a CrossFit, uh, person and, and, uh, you know, when you go to her classes, you're going to get a lot of plates and weights and, you know, clanging and banging, um, with the, with the, uh, lifting heavy metal, which is cool. I mean, if you do that and then you come to a class, you know, where I might be doing more cardio and stuff, you're just going to get a better, you know, broader spectrum of, of fitness. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's very much what you're comfortable with, but don't get too comfortable. You got to do some stuff that's going to put you out there or just be a change of pace. It's a really, really important thing to note that we started with the why, right? Right. So what's your why? Your why is to stay healthy, right. to, you know, keep your, keep your injury free, longevity. We've talked before about your body. You get one body in this world and you want to keep it safe, but you also want to take it out for that test drive and put sure. it in different gears. However, you are not going to stay safe if you're only training on one plane of your body. And sure. I think it's very important to think about this as we talk about, you know, different, you know, different exercises. And again, this is our wheelhouse. We're going to come back and talk about lots of different programs in the future and why you do them. And again, starting with the why, let's go to the how. Now, if you're only running and runners hate me sometimes, and I get into this with runners all the time, runners will say to me, I can only run. I'm doing this running program and that is it. Right. I cannot do anything. I, I'm not doing any extra cross training or psych. Or, okay, well, that's fantastic. We're getting hurt a couple times a year. Are you working on all of your planes? Yeah. What do you mean? Pl- 
planes of your body. Running is sagittal. It's front and back. Are you working your transverse? You're twisting. Are you moving on your frontal plane, side to side? That is what is going to keep you healthy. So when I hear all the time, I know I'm picking on the dancers now, but I don't mean to. My dancers, are you in those classes you take three, four times a week? I get it. You're having fun. I'm happy for you. You're moving. You're burning calories. But are you working the entire body? Are you getting that cardiovascular in and out of your heart rate zones that is going to improve your functional fitness sure, levels? Sure. Ask yourself that when, well, I don't know if I want to try that class or this class or, or if I want to cycle one day when I could go out and do my normal. It, it's about changing it up. And your trainers... The best trainers I've come across in my entire life in the last, you know, traveling across the country in the last couple of years even have been ones that do not focus on just one exercise. Sure. They are certified in this and this and this and this because that knowledge, like we talked about, your education can never be taken away from you. The more you're educated, the more you're going to bring that in. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this actually, make sure before you train anywhere are your instructors trained and certified through national legit fitness companies? Bam. I said it. You have to, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You have to, uh, you know, in this day and age with, with YouTube videos and, and, uh, you know, uh, pages that you can just go and get and get, um, you know, quote unquote experts, um, you know, and, and that goes for nutrition, uh, too. you know, make sure that, that the people that you're working with aren't just, um, you know, a person in particular that's maybe learned all of their um, nutritional information from a particular product that they're selling. Um, those products are pretty good about giving information about the benefits of their products and nothing else. So, think about it. Uh, Read labels. All right, we went we went astray there, but yeah, but no, for that's, real, no, that's smart. That's, I'm just no, that's that is. I'm glad you said it. Reading labels on <laughs> foods, though, is the same thing about reading labels on your trainers yeah. and reading labels on your classes. Right. Because if you're someone who wants the group, right. then that's what you need to gravitate right. towards. Read the labels. Think about the exercises that you're going to. Is it benefiting me? Yeah. I mean, we're starting with, um, you know, what's out there with fitness programs. And it again, what's out there is all about. I mean, we all know that bicycles are out there. Yeah. You all have legs for the most part, right. okay? You don't have legs, cycle with your arms. Do Whatever it is you have, let's use. Sure. It, and be proud of it. Own it. But it's got to be something. we got to get that heart rate up because your why is you want to be around. Absolutely. That's, uh, that's, that's definitely mine at least. Uh, you know, and, and, and man, your, your why could just be feeling good. You know, it could, it could just be, you know, it's, it's self-respect. It's, you know, it's take, it's being, it's being good to yourself, um, you know, and, 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 and you can't, once you look at it like that, if you, when you're not exercising, you're kind of thinking like, why would, why wouldn't, like, why would I do that? Why would I not do that? You know, why, why wouldn't I exercise? It's, it's good for me, you know, and, and being good to yourself is just going to make everything around you better. And now if you're someone who we talk to these people all the time, you may be one of them. You now are. I, I don't want to exercise. I, it's I'm out of shape. I got to get back into this. Accountability is the huge thing sure. with groups. Um, you know, if you're someone who is like, I'm going to go run today, and then 
yeah, that doesn't happen because you you went out for for a mile and you made it like around the block once. Well, once is better than nothing. That's number one. The second thing is grab a friend. There's all these challenges out there. Like right. you, Brian mentioned Weight Watchers, which is great. Accountability. You weigh in. Yeah. You go to meetings. Well, Supportive. That, that's really, isn't a group exercise class literally your support group? Right. We, there's, you know, there's all these different groups out there for people with addictions, right? To help them to have sponsors. Think of a trainer as your sponsor. Yeah. They, a good trainer will check up on you. They will text you. They will, you know, hey, People that I don't see in class, hey, where were you last week? Was you know sometimes it's like, well, at a right. kid's assembly, and I'm like, oh, okay. But there's that accountability, and in many of the gyms, many of the Facebook groups that are going on now, um, and I know you know Brian, you're doing a couple things as well. It's that support. It's the yes, you can, and I'm here to help you. And if you're having a meltdown, call me, text me, Facebook me, email me. Um, these challenges. It's just the group. The group usually brings on a, an aspect where you might hear something when you need it, <clears throat> exactly when you know. You might hear something that you need exactly when you need it, and you're not really thinking about it. It's just somebody else who's also just like you saying something that might you might need to hear. The universe is a funny thing. Sometimes yeah, yeah, and it's and it's not random. I mean, we're all very similar. Uh, you know, one of the things that I like to do as a trainer, and and they, you know, people might not even know it, but you know, maybe sometimes <clears throat> if we're breaking up into groups, I'll try and put some of the veterans in with some of the new guys. Like, you know, I'll just kind of say, yeah, you go over there with him, and you go over, or you know, like you three stay over there, and it might be a good mix of something. Uh, you know, the, the veteran who usually at some point say, you know, just stick with it because, you know, I was a couple months ago, I was really feeling just like you, uh, or, you know, or, or, and you know, or, or the, even just the, the wake of the veteran or the person who's there to kind of, um, you know, give the newbie some, but something to shoot for or somebody just to kind of keep up with, or, you know, in just a way and not like in a competitive nature too much. Um, I mean, we are competitive, um, you know, by nature, but. It, you know, it's just a way to kind of like take the new guy under your arm without even really putting him under your arm and just getting them caught up in the in the mood. You know, people are hesitant. They walk into a new class. They're not really sure what's going to go on. They look at people who have been around for a little while and they uh, and they just kind of do what they do. And, you know, and everything kind of just blends. So, yeah, that's uh, that's that's definitely and it's that's the group dynamic. You know, you're going to have. You're going to have loud, boisterous people. You're going to have quiet people. You're going to have, uh, you know, the people that just put their head down and work out. And you're going to have the people that, you know, for better or worse, stop before the clock beeps, you know. Um, uh, you Keep know. going. Yeah, I yeah. didn't say stop. All the way through to the beep. Please, people, just work through the beep. All right. You want to see me go crazy? <laughs> stop three seconds before the beep. Or, or, you know, try and leave because you got to do something, you know, before the class is over. Uh, whew, got that off my chest. <laughs> I told we just, we I told, just lost people because I told, of that. No, I, told like, one, oh, I told one. I told one woman me. once. I told one woman once, and she's awesome, and and, and uh, she's she's fantastic, and she comes to the gym all the time. And she left. We did like six rounds of the workout, and she left like five and a half. You know, after five and a half rounds, like she still had like maybe two exercises to go, and it was a short clock. It was like a, you know, forty second on, twenty second off type of deal. And uh, she maybe left class like three minutes early, and I and I 
quietly pulled her aside. The next time she came in, I said, if you ever do that again, I'm going to lay down behind your car and not let you back out of the parking lot. <laughs> Meanwhile, she probably she had laughed. like an appointment. No, <laughs> she laughed. She laughed. It was it was all in good fun. Um, but, you know, it's just one of those things. It's a commitment. You know, you commit to it. You, you can you can have fun with it. And, and uh, boy, that sounded horrible when I just said That's that so out funny. loud. <laughs> I'm like that's that was intense. I'm gonna lay down behind really? your car, lady. I mean, you haven't said if you leave, I'll kill you. I may have said that before. Like, I will find you and hunt sure, you I'm down. I'm gonna get my fitness out of you. What the fitness? I, I swear, I'm. I'd rather, I'd rather hug you than yell at you. But um, and it, we say that in the in the most genuine, nicest way possible because we care. That's well, why. this is one of those things. Like you know, like I know, I just know how I I do things myself. I would never even consider it. <laughs> Leaving, you know, yeah, I'd rather be late <laughs> and get the workout in. Uh, but, you know, so, marathons are 26.2, right? Yeah. We're not yeah. done at 26. And that point two is the longest point two of your life. very long point two. Unless it's Boylston Street, Boston. Double barrel fist pumps all the way down Boylston Street. I had a different experience this year with Boylston Street, but that's for another time. <laughs> I almost didn't know that I would make it down Boylston Street this past year. But, oh. you know, when you're the, always motivating and people turn to you and say, you got point two left, you've got to do this. Like literally your soul lifts out of your body. Right. And that's when like angel wings of, you know, other people just carry you. It's right. crazy. That but, was that was New York Marathon one year. I, I, uh, oh. I got to the sign that says half mile to go and i remember looking at there was 800 meters to go it's everything's in meters so it said 800 meters to go and i looked at it and i just i couldn't even enjoy it i looked at it, i was like 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 god damn i just want to be done a half a mile i just ran you know 25 and three quarters and uh that last half mile i knew it was like i just couldn't even enjoy it normally you put a smile on your face you see a sign like that after a long day of running but that one i said man i gotta do more we're scaring people yeah, i'm just gonna throw that okay. out there but it's all it's all relative once you <laughs> once you do it which but i'll bring that back Fit crazy and that is true we're like what what i just told someone the other day i'm actually running chicago in uh in a couple of weeks i should you know start running again but <laughs> Um, Good luck. and, uh, yeah, I turned to someone and I'm like, you know, I need to, I need to find someone to help me out on this, these classes I'm teaching. Cause I'm going to be away. I'm just running, you know, I'm, I'm just running Chicago and then I'll be back on Monday afternoon to, and they turned to me and they're like, you talk about that. Like, it's no big deal. And I'm like, well, it, I mean, it's like, I don't know. It's just a couple times a year on some races and they're flat. It's, it's not like it's like Boston. And they're like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, well, you just, it's lifestyle. It's only like, it's it. only like the fourth largest marathon in the world. Lifestyle. You gotta take it in. <laughs> That's the difference between you and I. We, we, I, I. For the days after a marathon, I, I have trouble walking up and down stairs. I get sore. You like teach classes the next day. Hey, life <laughs> you, goes on. You run. You run New Jersey a week after Boston. Psycho. Right. Okay. Touche. <laughs> so, all right. So I'm gonna bridge into this because. Go. Um, it all depends. It's all relative is what I want to, is that conversation we were just having, because when you walk into any sort of fitness class or regimen, it's not about the instructor and it's not about the person next to you or the other way. It's about you. So what is it that you can accomplish? And I want you to do it. So don't have to keep up with the instructor. I don't want you to, you walk into a class and if there's a class that everything is on the beat and you can't keep up with the beat. What happens to your form? 
it goes to crap. Right. So that probably is not a fitness regimen that's good for you. So you need to find something where you are comfortable. And right. guess what? If you can't keep up with the instructor, don't. And don't ever feel, oh, well, everyone, who cares about everyone else? Everyone right. else is not you. And everyone's got a different story. And everyone's got a different, you know, different skeletons in their closet. We all walk in with bags. Some are suitcases. Some are trunks. Right. Some's a little pocketbook, little wristlet. Right. right. But that's really important to remember. And there was a girl I, I was speaking with this morning who she took a, um, she did a, a workout and she said, Christine, I only, I only got this. And, and I said, okay, I'm just, let's, let's rewind here. Right. What do you mean only? I said, I'm going to just stop you right here and we're going to hit the reset button. And I'm going to say, you mean you accomplished this today and tomorrow you're going to try and accomplish something better. That's awesome. <laughs> and I said, you're going to, you're going to leave here and you're going to be proud of yourself for starting a fitness regimen and committing to yourself and committing to your health, being a role model for the people around you in this world and not forgetting that you're the most important thing. Totally. Well, you know, she, and literally she's like, I mean, because I just shut her down and I said, I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm not going to let you self deprecate right now. No way. You're be proud, own it, own what you can do. And whatever it is that you choose, whatever and, and, fitness. And learn, from, and learn from it, you know, and it definitely that's what you were doing. You were teaching her a, a way to see the positive in it. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, there, there's, there's, no, there's, no, there's no bad exercise. I mean, if it hurts, if you get hurt, it's, it's bad. But, you know, the, the, the goal should be progress. And if you have a, a workout that's not necessarily what you think you want to be, then, uh, you know, we've got to figure out a way how to get there. And, you know, maybe sometimes, uh, you know, they're not all roses. They can't all be roses, uh, these workouts. You know, you might even by design, uh, you know, have a workout that is, you know, maybe you're in a little bit over your head. I know I do with running. You know, there might be a, a – I might go out with a group just to get the snot kicked out of me, um, you know, because that's how you get better. Uh, I'm not going to look walk away from that one disappointed, you know. So – uh You'll be crawling. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, it. If you're the fastest guy in the group, you're in the wrong group. If you're the smartest guy in the room, you're in the wrong room. So think of it like that. It's good to it's good to be around some people that are you know that might um, outperform you a little bit. Uh, that's that's a good way to get ahead. Keeps you humble. Yes. Always, always yes. humble. Always hungry and always humble. Right. I love it. So, um, just a couple things, I guess, to, I don't know, to wrap up, if there's anything else you want to add. Let's play What the Fitness. Oh, What the Fitness. What the Fitness. I'm going to ask you, oh, Christine Conti. Oh, Conti, I'm going to, oh, okay. Okay. What the Fitness. Last week we did What the Food. She fired off a couple of, uh. I don't know uh, what he's going to ask. Uh, uh, right, no, this is, this is completely impromptu here. We're, uh, flying by the seat of our pants. We'd have it our no yoga other pants. way. <laughs> I'm not in yoga pants, by the way. Uh, so, uh, thank you. Know, you I'll, I'll ask you, that. I'll ask you about uh, a certain modality of exercise and you tell me uh, what you think, what you, what, what you know about it. And, um, uh, you know, maybe we can connect some people with something that they might like. Uh, let's go with spin, spin, spin. classes. I love spin classes. They are a great addition to exercises. Um, low impact, right? I mean, you should never do anything impact, but, um, when you're spinning, it's great to work in and out of your heart rate zones. You can climb, um, really control your breath. Um, excellent leg workout. All right. 
So I would say find a, try a spin class out. Try one. If you've never done that before, I'm not saying to jump on a road bike and buy a $10,000, you know, bike here, but go to a spin class. And bring a towel. Yeah. You're going to sweat a lot. Oh, it's awesome. There's great music, um, but definitely try that out. Awesome addition. Good. I like it. CrossFit. CrossFit. Okay. From what my understanding the last 20 years or so, 80% of, I would say 20% of CrossFit coaches are fantastic, like unreal, amazing, will keep you, you know, injury free, will help the, you know, the person who's new um, to someone who's like a, wants to go to the CrossFit games. Many CrossFits, you really have to vet out um, good trainers and good coaches. So that is huge with CrossFits. If you find a great one, go for it. Um, Growing up, Literally, what I did training for volleyball was CrossFit, throwing as much weight. They wanted power. They wanted explosiveness. Um, you had to do it right. Absolutely. Um, you can get hurt. If Could not agree more. Your box, which is what they call the gyms in, uh, in CrossFit, your box is as good as those trainers. So find good ones. Uh, next, let's go with uh, bar. Bar. What This is like the hottest thing out there right now. Everyone's bar this, bar that. Every fitness company is coming out with like, you know, yoga bar, dance bar, kickbox bar. Um, bar, I think, is a great workout. Um, I think it is excellent for flexibility. Um, some of them are better than others. I think getting your heart rate up depends on your... Um, Depends on your goals, I think, but sure. a lot of dance studios that already have the bars on the on the on the walls um, are really finding, you know, the younger dancers are doing it, and then the moms really come in and get a good workout with it as well. So that's kind of cool. Um, there's collapsible bars that some fitness companies have yeah. as well, um, but it's everywhere now. It's I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I would. Uh, you know, that's one of those things. That's that's definitely. Um, I, you know, just geared more towards women. You know, I believe. Uh, you know, I I, I don't. I know. would say ninety nine percent of yeah. clientele is women, which but... is great. I love it. All right, let's see one more. Uh, Pilates. Pilates is excellent. Um, has been around for quite a while now. Um, it depends on what type of Pilates. There's group Pilates you can do. There's Pilates on the reformer, which is the big contraption. Is the reform, I guess the, the reform, yeah. yeah. It, no, they call them reformers, if there's, ex, yeah. if there's a, you know, specific one that we look at. But it depends. You can do one-on-one with Pilates. A lot of um, Pilates deals with your breath as well. Sure. Um, many people kind of confuse Pilates and and yoga sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pilates is a little bit more fluid, a little more movement. You always think of the word, everyone says the, the catch word is like hundreds. Yeah. It's like pulses that you're doing. Right. Um, I would absolutely check out Pilates. If yoga is a little bit too slow for some people to get into right away, check out a Pilates class um, without getting into all of the, um, I guess, all of the minutia of Pilates. Definitely, um, absolutely with your breathing, it will help you. It will help you with your balance and flexibility as well. And those hips, it's a, there's a great offshoot of, uh, you know, a lot of people that are runners uh, do the Pilates to strengthen the hips, the hips and the arse. Because those are important to uh, running mechanics and staying healthy. Brian was just critiquing my running terrible mechanics sometimes too. He's like, your hips. And I'm like, I do stuff all the time. I have to do more. I know. She's good. She's good. <laughs> She's good. So, you know, th- we just leave her alone with running. Just go run, Christine. Great. And last but not least, ply yoga. Oh, all right. Well, if you want it, we'll, we'll talk about this another time too. But um, So ply yoga is... 
plyometrics, but we use yoga as an act of recovery. And I say we because I'm actually the chief master trainer for the United States for play yoga. And I travel around and do conferences and schools and train trainers and fitness instructors and personal trainers. It's, it's fantastic. But, um, what happened was, uh, Stephanie Lauren was a collegiate athlete and came up with this idea of why are the yogis and why are the cardio crazies in two separate entities? How do we get the benefits of balance and flexibility and the cardio endurance and strength all in one? Because they're each not getting a very important part of fitness. So she had this idea of bringing them both together. Um, and I met her about three years ago at the nascent stage of the company. And I've been traveling with Play Yoga ever since because literally you're getting all the benefits of yoga and all the benefits of a plyometric interval, like a HIIT training, all in one. And it's high intensity, not high impact. So you're not pounding on those joints you want to jump out of the you know out of the roof for a pro athlete that we train great if you're a preschooler who's doing little bear crawls but instead of a whole lot of nothing in class you're going to be holding a basic yoga pose as active recovery so of course I give that 85 thumbs up (laughs) or more but definitely work out to try your body is power. That is the slogan. It, it's it's really an amazing workout. I've uh, I've done it on a few occasions. I should do it more, no doubt yes. about it. I'm pretty sure I just um, uh, you know made it so that I'm gonna have to now take a class with yes. with with these yahoos. Yes, uh, but it's tons of fun. Very active. Uh, once again, bring a towel. And that's how I train for a lot of my marathons. So again, I'm not a high distance runner to prepare, but I train with a lot of hit workouts like like play yoga. So the right. runners hate me because they don't want to hear it. But I, it works. I swear. I swear it works for sure. For sure. All right. So uh, I think we've done another one here. Very, very happy to be speaking with you again. Uh, keep an eye out for Christine's, uh, she mentioned, the health fair at the Brick Police Athletic League uh, building. Uh, you know, there's a Facebook page for it. So and that's on, in Brick, New Jersey. Uh, yep. If you're within a four-hour radius, it's going to be worth the four trip. Four or five hours. Or fly in. It's worth it. It's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. We'll pick you up. Let We're us good. know. Just run. Just run from wherever <laughs> you're flying into. It's good. It would be a great workout. Uh, maybe you're in Florida. You come up for, uh, you know, avoid the storm. We're safe up here yeah, for now. For now. Right. <laughs> All right. Much love, everybody. We appreciate you stopping by. Please remember to uh, subscribe and review give us a positive review on facebook or on uh, i'm sorry on itunes and on facebook we'll be on facebook too two fit crazies and a microphone where it's at